0: Okay, welcome to the St. Paul Lakeland Podcast, where we connect you to the life and focus of our church here in Lakeland, Florida. My name is Nick Moss, and we've got one of our ministry partners here today with Idols Aside Ministry. We've got Jeff Schills.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Bless him.
0: Thanks for being here. So we are in the Christmas Advent season and lots of things going on, so thank you for taking the time to, uh, to come in and, and tell us um, about Idols Aside Ministry. But first, let's get to know for people who are listening, who are you? <laughs> so, uh, you've got a family, yeah, uh, you from yeah. Lakeland, Would yeah. give us a quick little, who are you? Yeah,
1: it seems like uh, most people we connect with in Lakeland are from Lakeland, but um, yeah. um, Jeff Schills, uh, I grew up here in Lakeland, graduated from George Jenkins High School in 1998, uh, went to the University of Florida, go Gators, it's going to be a big year for us this year. Yeah, it is. Um, graduated from Uni- University of Florida in 2002. Um, Met my wife about 11 years ago. We've been married for just over 10 years. We have uh, Cameron, who is nine. He is a fourth grader. And uh, Tucker, who is seven, and he is a second grader. And we have Lillian, who's three and a half. And um, um, been back in Lakeland for about, uh, well, actually, this will be our fifth year, going into our fifth year in February. uh, We spent about nine years in South Florida in the Delray area. And I worked in the uh, the produce industry for about nine years. And uh, God brought us back uh, going on five years now, which is just crazy.
0: Yeah, and it was kind of, it was cool we were talking uh, before about how God called you up here and you really didn't want to move back to Lakeland.
1: Yeah, so um for me, I mean, growing up in Lakeland, I always loved it. My family was here, but I guess for lack of a better word, um, and not to sound cliche, I I felt like a big fish in a small pond. I Mm -hmm. I did well in school. Um, maybe not because I tried hard, but because God blessed me with the ability to, uh, memorize and learn stuff quickly. So graduated with a high GPA and, and went straight to Florida and, uh, and, you know, made basically straight A's at Florida and did real well, got a degree and, um, um, in exercise and sports sciences and athletic training, worked with a football team for a few years and just felt like, you know, Lakeland was going to, Be where my family was, and that 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 me and 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 my family were going to be somewhere else, and so um, um, you know, like I said, lived in in South Florida for for nine almost ten years. And, um, just, just, just kind of funny. I, I was, I was working my tail off. I was yeah. doing what I thought at the time God had given me to do. And, 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 in a way I was, I think he had given me some indications that there were some other things that he desired for me to do. Sure. Um, but, but I'll just tell you career and money really grabbed a hold of me. Um, you know, we, we were comfortable, you know, my kids mm-hmm. were in private daycare. Um, you know, we had a, 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 not a big, but a, but a comfortable house. We were saving a lot of money. Sure. Um, I really patted myself on the back. I felt like I was mm-hmm. kind of doing what God had called me mm-hmm. to do in regards to being the, you know, the, the provider sure. for the family. And, uh, you know, he had started tapping on my heart. I, I had a job that was very demanding. Um, I mean, there was weeks that I'd work, you know, 65 hours there was weeks that I worked 85 hours, yeah, wow. um, you know, at my desk at five forty-five in the morning to about six at night, even on Saturdays and Sundays, even before church. And, you know, for me, I, I've grown up in a family of workaholics. My, okay. my dad's a workaholic, and that's part of why my parents got divorced. And so I think it's almost like a uh, you know somebody who's prone to having a family of addiction. Yeah. You know, if you had that in your family, you can be prone to lean that way. And so um, I think my wife and I communicated well, but I just don't think I really heard her well that, Mm -hmm. Jeff, I'd rather you be home more with your kids and me than uh, than to have some of these things that we have. And so uh, Thanksgiving about, I guess it'd be almost six years ago or or five years ago, um, Molly said, you know, would you ever think about moving back to Lakeland? I was like, no. And she's (laughs) like, well, you know, I just feel like we need to be doing life a little bit differently Mm -hmm. than we are. So to make a long story short, God closed a chapter quickly. I mean, we looked at a house here, uh, put an offer, man, bam, they accepted it. Put our house up for sale on a Thursday, bam, full price offer on Friday. I didn't even. At that point, I still was like, "Is this real, God?" Because I had no desire to leave. I thought sure. maybe I'd have a place here for my wife and kids to kind of travel back and sure. forth, and I would stay there. And, and no, God said, "This is this is time for you to uh, uh, to transition." Yeah. And so I, I found myself back in Lakeland, not knowing what in the world God had brought me back yeah. to, because nine years I had done I had you know done produce to provide for my family, and um, I had a non compete cause with my with my company, and so here I am back in Lakeland, like. how am am I I going to feed my family? I had uh, two sons at the time and, uh, and Molly got uh, pregnant fairly quickly. And, um, man, oh man, I was a little bit freaking
0: out. Right. So, uh, back in Lakeland, I appreciate you sharing your story. And so what led, what got you connected to idols aside? so
1: you know I grew up in Lakeland um, I uh, grew up uh, well actually as a teenager uh, at Lakeside Baptist Church uh, my pat yeah. my youth pastor at the time Monty and Kim Davis um, I mean were just just really poured into me sure. as a youth and so uh, they started the rock community Church about oh, yeah. 15 years ago and so every holiday when we came home the rock was kind of our home church but when we're back in Lakeland now and our family's back in Lakeland, mm-hmm. and, you know, I really want God, a God to, to bring us to a church that, that both me and my wife felt like he called us to. My wife had kind of growing up in, in first United Methodist. And so I just wanted him to lead Molly and Jeff to the same place to give sure. a about that. So, so I knew that that could be a process. You know, we started visiting churches mm-hmm. and uh, we're so blessed by, by so many places we visited, but I called a buddy of mine who I'd grown up with uh, in high school uh, named Mark Wright, who had started Idols Aside Ministry. Okay. I didn't even know the, first thing about it. I just knew he had started a ministry and I wanted a way to serve because in South Florida, I was serving a lot in our church and I just felt like I was stripped when I moved back, not only my identity through career, but Uh, even my quote unquote time of service. And so I called Mark and just said, I want to come out and serve. But I said, I want to tell you. I I don't really have a heart for fatherless, you know. My dad left when I was four, and my mom remarried at seven, and I've had the same father for thirty-three years, okay. and uh, he was an amazing father. All my uh, all my soccer games sure. and baseball games, and I don't have a heart for that. And uh, I tell you, it's funny how when you say something like uh-huh. that, um, God puts you into that situation, and He just says, "Bam, this yep. is this is this is the burden that I am going to lay on your heart," because I just was wrecked the very first time that I went out
0: to a retreat. So, how when did idols start idols aside ministry start then when did when did he start that
1: so 2009 so we're going into our 12th year on the cups so of going into our 12th year
0: okay so then uh, and part of the ministry like you said reaching the fatherless yep. and one of the things that you do to do that uh, one of the many things that you do is you guys have some land mm-hmm. um retreat center um and you take kids that that don't have a father in their life and you take them out and, and what do you guys do out there
1: so uh so so our mission is 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 to reach the followers with the gospel of jesus christ through sports and outdoors um you can't really bring a bunch of kids that have not grown up with a father whether it be you know jail or alcohol or drug Mm -hmm. abuse that have some deep daddy wounds and start playing good good father and expect them to understand that and so you know our, our goal is we wanna introduce them to a creator guide. And so we have a lodge that we have 100 acres mm-hmm. and uh, we have a nice, a uh, beautiful lodge. It's a four bed and four bath. I mean, and this is close
0: to Lakeland, right? I mean, you're- 50 minutes yeah, from here. Yeah, it's not, not too far at all.
1: Here. And so beautiful lodge, I mean, tip top, it's not trailers where you're sleeping on sleeping bags. I yeah. mean, there's beds and beautiful mounts in there and yeah. everything's amazing. In fact, uh, my partner and I were there yesterday cleaning and you, know, you always have that little flesh sneak in that says, this house is cleaner than yours, it's nicer right. than yours, but I gotta remind myself that that if we're gonna share the gospel of Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. we're gonna tell how amazing and perfect and holy and righteous he is, I want these kids to be able to look around and to be able to say, well, this place is done right. These guys must must be speaking truth, and to be able to hear that. And yeah. so, so um, we do overnight retreats, two to three times a month uh, from September to May. And uh, these overnight retreats uh, include um, fishing, they include hunting, they include camping. Um, we have some uh, some uh, amazing uh, wildlife management areas that are close to us that will go and even do a long four or five mile hikes. Um, our goal is 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 for them to to see what their creator has has created how amazing how perfect how orderly he is but then the circle back around and say but you were created in his image and he sent his son because of his deep deep love and desire to have a relationship with you and so so the lodge and 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 I always have to mention this the lodge and the ranch is honestly just a tool is just a touch point to be able to to earn the sure. right to build a relationship. Our goal is is that if we bring 300 kids to that ranch this year, we'd love to have 300 kids mentored and 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 if and when they accept a relationship with Christ to be discipled. I mean yeah. that would be our goal.
0: And the you know, the thing about um, God's creation, I ha- I was blessed with being able to experience camp and, and I grew up in the Midwest, Missouri, and, and being in the outdoors on lakes and rivers and um, just and now living in Florida and going out to the beach. And I've snorkeled. And for those that are listening that have been able to have the opportunity to do that, you can relate to that. But the a lot of the kids that you're connecting with, you know, they, they have not been outside the city. Hmm. Um, they and if they have, it's just been on a highway, yeah. you know, they, they really haven't even been able to look up at the stars at night Yeah. or the quiet of the morning and hear of all God's creation. Like you've, I heard you say wake up. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that's a, it's a totally new experience that you're um, inviting these kids into.
1: And there's no denying that, you know, social media, video games, uh, screen time is, 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 really dominating mm-hmm. not only uh, adults but but certainly kids oh, absolutely and um you know all phones get taken and put in the safe yep and so once w- most of the kids come out of their coma and 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 yep. uh, freaking out because of mm-hmm. that um they, it's detox. Amazing. Yeah. they detox it's exactly right in fact uh this past weekend um You know, it was like a reminder on Saturday night at eight o'clock. Hey, we got your phones. And in fact, um, the gentleman that brought a couple of the boys, I didn't give the phones back to the boys. I gave them back to the man because I just didn't want the kids to hop right back in the phone and shut down. You know, I wanted them to 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 talk about the stories Mm -hmm. and the encounters with God and talk about the highlights of the weekends and the thing that they did. But uh, but man, there there there's no denying that that God's creation is 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 a connection point in a way to encounter God. Um, in such a different way than, than, than what a lot of us are spending the majority of our time, which is social media and comparing ourselves and things right. like that. And so um and, and so even kids that come from Polk, Hardy and Highlands County that you would consider maybe, you know, southern southern kids sure. or raised kind of maybe in the outdoors or whatnot too, most of what we're doing though they still haven't done. Right. Um, you know, to be able to 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 make that connection with God. They mm-hmm. may have been outdoors, right. but they maybe have never been showing that connection with god and his creation and how amazing and perfect and orderly that he is
0: so you were uh saying and mentioning you know you've obviously you've had a number of retreats since, since september but you just took a, a couple of uh, boys out and you hunted mm-hmm. and you got something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and tell everybody what you're going to do now
1: yeah so uh
0: what you guys do whenever whenever you, you kill an animal yeah, what you do with it
1: so so uh so we hunt uh we hunt deer and that seasons from november to january and we hunt turkey and there's a mm-hmm. fall season and a spring season and then uh, we also have wild pigs out there okay. as well and so we are not uh, a game we're not a game hunter and so what i mean by that is not just for sport we're True. not just going out there to uh, to harvest an animal and then to go throw it away mm-hmm. i mean we harvest and we teach the boys how to skin them mm-hmm. we teach them how to quarter them and then we go and get them processed and so you know it's cool you can have a basketball clinic or a baseball clinic or a football clinic you know for a day or even a week and You know, you may have a kid that's never played before, and he's going to learn a lot over that week. But there's something for a young man to come out. He's never been taught firearm safety. He's never been taught about the outdoors. He's never been taught about hunting and the patience that comes along with Mm -hmm. it because it's not called shooting uh, or killing. It's called hunting. And so then to be able to harvest an animal, I mean, we had a young man out there two weeks ago or or, two weeks ago, 12 years old, never been Mm -hmm. really spent any time outdoors. He's a big sports fan, but never outdoors, never shot a a, a firearm. I mean, he harvested a pig. And uh, we are delivering over 40 pounds of breakfast sausage, Italian sausage to his mom. In fact, his mom was even like, what in the world am I going to do with 40 pounds and where am I going to put it? And so last week I told him, Hey, you know, next week you're going to be getting this meat. I said, this is not your, jo- your mom's job to, to, you mm-hmm. know, to cook all of this. I said, you young men had the opportunity to harvest this and you've had the opportunity to provide this for your mom and your siblings. And I said, I wanna challenge you guys, get on YouTube and start looking up recipes, whether it be tacos or chili right. or spaghetti or whatnot. And uh, I would love you to honor your mom by saying, mom, sit down and relax. We harvested this, and we want to be able to provide a meal that's, for you. And yeah. uh, because ultimately, I mean, that's that's where it started, right? When God created us, I mean, Adam and mm-hmm. Eve in the garden, you know, be fruitful and multiply, right. but but also, you know, take dominion over over right. what I take care of it. Take care of it, and uh, so so it's pretty pretty neat to experience. So today we're excited. We're going to deliver that meat. We're going to pray not only over the meat, but the family because there's going to be, yeah. you know, there's going to be fellowship around this meat, right. fellowship over these meals. And uh, we got some Christmas gifts and uh, it's going to be a good time. So so some of the mentors that came out to the retreat are going to meet over there today. And uh, it's going to be awesome because my goal is for every kid that comes out there, I want him to never be able to leave that ranch and say, doesn't matter circumstances, good or bad, that God has not been with them and will not continue to be with him, and is not reaching into his life. So today, I want those boys to be able to look around and say, "Wow, man! Look at all these! Look at all these situations where God is putting people and, in my life to speak truth into my life." And
0: and you've got what you said, you know, the mentors. So you have um, um, rely heavily on volunteers mm-hmm. with mentors that come out to your retreats yeah. and uh, do exactly that: mentor, right? Um, teach to fish, hunt, and help, and and uh, share God's word and and be. Um, godly men. Um, so but you don't just do retreats, you you connect and continue to stay on before we got on this morning you said, Hey you got a, a text from this this young man, you know, hey can you pick me up from school and you picked him up, took him to Ten Rock. Yeah. Um, so there's it's not just a one and done no way. as I've talked with you mm-hmm. ministry. It is your your goal, like you said, is to continue to invest. And you said, you know, three hundred kids, which takes a lot of effort mm-hmm. to pour into them. And so you need um, people that can they can help and, and be willing to give give some time to that.
1: So they're they're, they're You know, our model is a very disciple focused model. So we could do 20 kids and six men at a retreat, but we focus on four to five boys and three to four men or four to five mm-hmm. girls and three to four women. We really wanna use the model that Jesus used. I mean, for three and a half years, he focused on 12, but really, Peter, James, and John. And he built the church off of them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we can run, I mean, there's 4,000 followers homes in Lakeland. 4,000 from the 2018 census with at least Mm. one child under 18 but we know the average is about three children so do the math there's between 10 to 12,000 followers kids in the city of Lakeland and so man that's just city limits that's just Lakeland we reach Polk, Hardy Highlands and and even the church that came last weekend was actually from Palm Beach okay um so so man can we realistically reach them no it's me and one other man that Mm -hmm. does this full-time and our wives and our wives obviously help us as we can with our family and so there's no sugarcoating Nick this only happens through the church. Yeah. And so we can have 300 kids through the ranch. What can Jeff Shills and Jeff Stabe do from a mentor discipleship mm-hmm. standpoint? Eight maybe kids, maybe 10 where you're, re- you're talking to them every week and maybe doing one activity that's, with that's them intense. a month. That's that That's even a probably a pretty large call, you know, from doing children yeah. and youth. So that's only 16 to 20 kids yep. out of 300. Our goal is not to just share the gospel. I mean, that is a big part of what we do, but our goal is to live the gospel and to have the opportunity to disciple these young men, because I'd love to see, you know, I'd love to see 300 kids mentored and discipled, because what would God do in schools and communities with those 300 kids? Well,
0: and you've you've talked about that. Um, We've talked about this before. We're now, you know, you're developing relationships with school counselors and Mm. principals and um, continuing to to put this need on the forefront, yeah. and we know um, as followers of Christ that we do not live in a perfect world, and there's going to be broken homes, um, but God has called us. In fact, uh, we just did a, a podcast on peace, and I thought it was interesting. We were doing kind of a little bit of a word study on peace. It's it means to make whole, mm. and that kind of shed new light on this idea of you know Jesus came into the world to to make it whole, and he's called us to be peacemakers so he's called us to make things whole um so as we go about you know you and idols aside ministry is is going out and and doing the work of christ to make things whole right making the family whole making and that that way that can be a reflection of christ and and you know we've we've seen i know stories out there and god will continue to to bear fruit where where young men that are poured into and and um, shown how to live a, a godly life, not a perfect life, but a godly life and follow Christ as their Savior, um, what that can do for future generations. is huge.
1: You know, there's no, uh, there's no way around it. Those retreats are not even just for the boys that are there. I, I tell them all the times. You know, in Psalm seventy-eight, you know, it talks about we will tell the praiseworthy deeds of of God and what He has done in our life, and we will tell the next generation to come, and they will tell generations that are mm-hmm. not yet born. So, you know, I make it very clear when we're out there that God started this ministry very well for December 11th and 12th for the right. four or five of you that are here this weekend. but let me tell you how God works though. it's not just about you four or five boys, but it's about your children, your children's children, um, children not even yet to know. Right. And so it, it's cool because because a generation that is fatherless, can put a stop to it through a relationship with jesus christ right. and coming to know the father to the fatherless you know who, who is certainly you know their right. creator god and so yeah no i couldn't have said it better myself and and just that that just that little story that you talked about yesterday let me tell you i'm a, I'm a red personality i love making lists and i love checking mm-hmm. off lists and and, and and flexibility is something that i pray about every single day so when i get a text at 720 from a young man i'm eating breakfast with my family that yeah. mr jeff can you come and pick me up for school my first mind my first thing in my mind is is what is your mom doing sure um, why didn't you you catch the bus and it's seven twenty school started at seven. Right. But man, it's so cool how God works because I drop him off at school yesterday and I walk in and I'm able to have a 30-minute conversation with the principal's secretary, and the principal secretary is is like you know, Principal Looney is going to love to hear about this. And in mm-hmm, fact, mm-hmm. there is w- so many kids here that would that would love to take part in your in your program. And really, my intention yesterday was to put this young man on the administration's radar. Sure. And and he's not a he's not a troublemaker, but he sure. needs encouragement. So when he walks by Principal Looney and the other administrators, man. How can i pray for you today hey yeah. bud, you know how how your class is going you know do you need extra help anywhere hey do you have a ride home hey you know just those touch points i want that young man to sit back and not say mr jeff is always there for me i want him to look back and say man god mm-hmm. is stepping into my life in so many places and things are not perfect at home right. but god is stepping in and he's calling me to more he's calling yeah. me to more you know
0: yeah that's awesome and so as we close and round out um, our time together here share a little bit about people who are listening, how can they get a hold of of you and Idol Society Ministry, and what are your greatest needs right now?
1: So we cannot, we can't do this without you. I mean, it would not be, um, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be near as impactful if Jeff showed up today with 40 pounds of meat. You know, I need the church around me. I need the men and women who volunteered at that retreat to come and to say, it wasn't about a weekend. You know, it's about stepping into your life and wanting to be there for you. And so, you know, obviously, I mean, man, we need prayer warriors like crazy. I mean, I can send you lists of single moms and grandmothers and kids that I just need you every morning to pray by mm-hmm. name for them, um, to pray that they will come to know you, that they will encounter you, that they will their hearts will be softened to the gospel to to accept the relationships that God's placed in your life. Um, we need, we need volunteers. And it's not about just coming out to the ranch and hunting and fishing and cooking and cleaning. Um, but you know, it may be golf or tennis or, 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 or whatever is your, is your sure. strengths. I mean, I can tell you, you know, if I tell nine out of 10 kids, Hey, I got a man who does underwater basket weaving and he wants to teach you that <laughs> nine yeah. out of 10 kids are not going to say no, yeah. because most of these kids have never had that attention have had that, that, that figure in their life. And so, you know, we see 300 kids, I I believe God's desire to see 300 kids mentored and discipled. Yeah. I don't believe that he just brings them all out there to hear it. I mean, some of them, yes, but I believe that, you know, mentored and discipled. So everything from mentors on retreats to cooking to cleaning to meals. Yep. Um, but even outside of that, I mean, do you have an opportunity to to call two or three kids during the week and to follow up with mm-hmm. them more? Do you have an opportunity to attend a basketball game or, or, or a football game for yeah. a kid that doesn't have anybody sitting in the stands? Yeah. You know, that's important. And then certainly, Nick, I mean, you know, I do this full. Full time. My partner does it full time. So we're missionaries. You know, yep. we're reaching a a group that we believe is 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 really unreached by the church. I mean, most moms that I talk to have had little experience with the church, or the experience that they have has been a, has been an experience that maybe, you know, they felt unloved or untouched mm. or uh, even unreached. And so it's not about just inviting in; it's about going out. And so you know, um, you know, we need resources yep. for that. Um, Saint Paul has been amazing this summer. I mean, everything from toilet papers to paper towels to meals mm-hmm. to hand wipes to sanitizers. Um, I mean, toothpaste, shampoo. Um, I mean, I even make kits for single moms out of the goods that you that's guys need to be able to send home. I mean, those tangible items are things that all go into our budget. Um, and we need help scholarshipping kids. Sure. Um, it costs us about $360 per year to scholarship one youth to multiple retreats, and then that's for the follow-up. Sure. You know, that gets some Bibles, discipleship material, IM, hats, clothing. Sometimes we need to get them hunting license even processing fees for 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 getting the the hog process
0: or the deer so everybody out there listening you know there's that's 360 dollars you know for one kid that's that's an easy. Amen. Um, Amen. I think that's an easy thing to write a check for. To be honest, for those that are listening, um, not everybody can do that, but I think a lot of people can. And sponsor one kid for a year would be great. Amen. Amen. And how do they get a hold of Idols Aside? I mean, obviously you can probably Google it, but yep. what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? So, IdolsAside.com is our website. Um, obviously, we have a Facebook page,
1: IdolsAside.com uh, forward slash uh, Idols Aside Ministries, or I'm sorry, Facebook.com uh, yeah. forward slash uh, Idols Aside Ministries, Instagram. But on the website, you'll see my contact information Information, but it's Jeff Schills. Um, Jeff at idolsaside.com is my email. And my cell phone number is 863-529-7640. Um, phone's never off. I mean, even if you have a mom or a neighbor that you feel like the young man would be great for our program, please send my information. Or if there's teachers listening out there and you have kids in your yes. class please reach out or if you have connections with the school board connections with with just other places that that we can reach follow those kids i was telling you before we got on there's you know the 10 to 12,000 followers right. kids but they're not coming out saying hey we need help we need yes. help so you know sometimes it's crazy to say but sometimes we need help reaching those kids. Right. And so if you've got, they're not going to stand on the street
0: corner with a sign saying I'm fatherless. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: exactly right. Yeah. So,
0: well, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for your time. Um, for those listening, uh, pray about how you can continue to support idols aside ministry. And we're grateful that you guys are ministry partners with St. Paul here in Lakeland. And we're excited to continue to see what God's doing. And, um, this is, uh, this is fun to be able to talk. I appreciate the time. It's awesome. God's awesome. peace.
1: Thank you so much we